This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. So you have 1,300. I have a couple. Not 1,300. We're not talking about SAT scores. Mm, no, mine was 1,600. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart ass. <laughs> I, took, I took the SAT on acid. Well, there you go. And got a fifteen twenty. Oh, look at that! So, and if you would have done that sober, eleven ten. Well, yeah, probably. I would have <laughs> overthought everything. That's because you're, you're. My mom, when she first got the SAT scores, like she's like, "Oh my god, I have a genius." Well, yeah, she she already had that problem. But the thing is, is she's like, "You need to now take the review class and do all this other stuff." I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do any of that. Wow. And uh, and I didn't. So the magic number, we're talking about podcast. Yes, we are. Yeah. So a lot of people mm-hmm. have started a podcast. Us included have restarted a podcast. Indeed. Uh, you had a longstanding podcast, 1,300 mm-hmm. or so episodes, yep. uh, drive through HR. And that was with uh, Wempin, right? That's right. Yeah. And, and it's still going. It's uh it's an ongoing podcast. I, I bowed out um and I think in two thousand sixteen or so, mm-hmm. but I, I bowed out um because I had learned what I wanted to learn. And and the the advice that I give to anyone starting a podcast is like what you see in Instagram when you kind of scour accounts where people do things that are real thematic. Yeah. Like they use the same filter or they take the same types of shots. And I'm thinking of like black and white photography mm-hmm. and some of the photographers that I love, they, they always shoot kind of in the same way. Right. And so there's a consistency, even though the, the subject matter has changed, they shoot it in the same way. Right. And, uh, and it, my advice on one level is first of all, what are you trying to solve for? And, you know, how does it relate to your audience? And at the time, why I, you know, Brian and I, why, why, why all that started to happen is I wanted to learn. I was coming out of marketing and I wanted to learn more about HR and recruiting. And so we had a daily podcast that was 12 to 1230 Central live. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that, that, that we did wrong. First of all, it was a daily Second of all, <laughs> it was uh, it was live, um, and and uh, but we started every podcast with one question, and it, and the conversation went in different ways. The conversation, the, the starting question was, what right now today, what keeps you up at night, you know, business wise mm-hmm. or, or performance wise or your practitioner wise, and in those in that period, I don't think I had the same show twice. It was something different. Uh, I'm negotiating a labor dispute. Uh, we just had to lay off 5,000 employees. Uh, I've got to hire 5,000 employees. You know, every single day was something new. 
And so I was learning and the audience was also learning. So right. other practitioners would tune into it and download it and listen to it and all that type of stuff, consume it because they were learning from other practitioners. Like I was just kind of a conduit of asking questions, right? but really I was learning and the audience was learning from practitioners, which I love. Um, and I love that I was learning as well. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a great learning experience, but it was a bit. That's why we called it drive through HR. That's why it was done at lunchtime. And that's why it was only 30 minutes. Yeah. Cause it was just, you know, you're going to get in, mm -hmm. there's going to be a practitioner on the other end. They're going to answer the question and tell you what's going on in their life. And, and, uh, and maybe they'll solve a problem or maybe they're, they're going through something and need answers. Like it can be anything, but it's, it was consistent. Yeah. So, so what, so, okay. So, so to, what we're talking about today is how to build a successful podcast. Right. And that could be for anybody That's right. who wants to build a podcast. Right. It could be for practitioners. It could just be for your grandmother. It could be for marketers. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, but if you, if you have to break it down and you have much more experience at this sure. than I do, I have a better radio voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. But. <laughs> I, have, I have a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> But if, if you had to break it down, I, I know you can't do three right. things or four things, but in, in real real short, actionable advice, what are some of the things that people need to understand about, one, starting a podcast, but two, how do you make it successful? And, and how do you define success on a podcast? So um, you start with consistency, okay? So what are you going to do that's consistent? So you have to really think of that. What is the outcome? You know, what are you trying to reach? What is it? What is it? Is it uh, audience participation? Is it that you you want um, to educate? Like, let's say you and I do uh, a podcast on recruitment marketing, and all we do is interview recruitment marketing professionals, and they right. teach us, and we teach the audience, and and the audience teaches us, etc. Well. That's a, a goal in mind is to raise the level of acumen for recruitment marketers. Right. That's the goal. So you have to have a goal. There's nothing worse than kind of have an aimless, wandering list. Yeah. Just conversation. Right. Doesn't work. No, no, no. I mean, it, it does for, you know, Elon Musk, uh, you know, Bill Gates or well, some yeah. of these other characters. But for normal people, um, it, it really, it's voyeurism in a way, and it's audio voyeurism. You want to, you want to uh, educate, entertain, inspire, whatever the bit is. And what we tried to do with drive through was make people smarter. Like you, you have a wind, tiny window into someone's life and you're going to pull out of that what you pull out of it, but yeah. we're all going to get smarter together. So we're all going to, you know, the, the, the boats are all going to rise. So, the, the advice for folks that want to start is it's so much easier to start than you think. The technology is all at Best Buy. Um, and where people, you know, publish these things, it's so literally you can go to Google and, and it will tell you the yeah. 20 places to publish your podcast. Like yeah. it, it's so easy to do. It's just having a theme having an outcome, driving like a destination where you want to go with it, and then creating engaging conversations. So let me ask you this. Sure. Success can be defined a number of ways. 
It could be, especially in a podcast. I hear a lot of people I say, well, I have 400,000 downloads or, right. you know, X amount of playtime or what, how do you define success or how, how did you define success when you did drive through HR and sure. how do you define success now? So when I, I don't believe in downloads or, or, or any of that stuff. Because just because someone downloads it doesn't mean they listen to it. Right. So it's a kind of a false, it's like what we used to do in, in web statistics. You, you had yeah, yeah. So many, so many web hits. Right. So uh, I don't look at those things. I mean, I think some people do, and that's success. I evaluated success based on how many people reached out to me okay. at, at, over social, email, uh, at conferences, uh, and it still happens even to this day. I'll have the, the random person where I get off stage is like, hey, I was listening to a podcast the other day when I was mowing the grass. And they'll ask a question. And that's how I know. that For me, that's how I know that they, mm-hmm. they downloaded it, yes. They were right. engaged with it, yes. But then they did something with it. Right. Like I wanted it. So I'm going to get smaller numbers. Yeah, yeah. But I want, I want people that actually consumed it and either they vehemently disagreed with one thing I said or corrected me or they, you know, told me I was brilliant or whatever. Um, But, but mostly it's, they engaged. And for me, that was uh, the most important. And I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've changed, you know, like even though the technology have changed and even though that I think podcasting is, way more popular now than it was when, when I was doing it. For sure. Um, I think, I think it's still for me, it's uh, like I did animal show. Uh, I don't know. We last week, a week before, and I probably had 10 people after that, that, you know, emailed me or, or tweeted or something like that. And so I like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he might've had 15,000 downloads to the show, but the 10 people, that took the time to reach out to me. I care more about that than the 15,000 downloads. So those are right. all not, not real numbers, but the point is, is right. I still care about that. I haven't changed. What about you? How do I define success? Yeah. You know, I don't think it's too far off from what you're saying. Um, for me, I think it's more fulfilling and fun. Yeah. So for me, success is getting to talk about what I like to talk about. Right. I learn a lot. Right. Um, I learned, I don't know why I'm going to say this. Let me hit pause real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I learned oh, yeah. from you. <laughs> Come in. It's okay. Is there it's a okay. pause button here? No. Um, it hurts. It's, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because you think you know a lot. Right. And you talk about a topic. And 10 minutes later, you're talking about a different topic. Right. That you really didn't know much about. That's right. And now you feel like you know a lot about it. Um, so I, you know, for me, I I don't think it's really any, any deeper than that. I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I mean, sure. 400,000 people download it. Yeah. It's an ego stroke. I like it, but you know, for me, it's more, it's more just talking, getting it out and enjoying it. It's yes. Enjoying it. That's a, that's a really, first of all, it's gotta be fun. And that's where the live thing got hard because, you yeah. know, be, getting travel and all that other stuff. Um, one of the things to, you know, to think about as you, as you go down this path of podcasting and, 
as you have a theme and as you do things on a consistent basis and as you have fun is you learn your, your depth of knowledge. And I learned this when I was at the University of Arizona um, because like immediately, first semester, no, second semester, they threw us into teaching assistantships. And we got to, back then, we got to teach our own classes. So we had to build curriculum. Oh, uh, we had to do that, yeah. And we had to go teach undergraduate students. Okay. Okay. And so here I've got, I'm not like four years older than these guys, these people in my room. And I've got 50 students staring at me, and I've got to teach them a subject. Yeah. The American Indian Studies. I had to teach them a subject. And I learned for, at that moment and, you know, through that process for three years that when you teach your depth of that or your understanding of that knowledge completely changes. Yeah. So podcasting is yet another way to kind of test new ideas, think of things differently, battle with, you know, your, yourself and with others over a topic. But what you're yeah. really doing is teaching others and you're learning at a, at, you're learning conceptually, you're learning the subject matter at a deeper level, yeah. a better level. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree with that. So let's talk. We got some time left here. Yeah, we got some time. We can, we can keep talking. So let's talk specifically, I guess, about different groups mm -hmm. of people that podcast, right? So like, we can stick to recruiting. That's fine. Sure. Um, so we have practitioners, recruiters. So when we say practitioners, like they're a group, but it's recruiters, right. sourcers, and a lot of people are starting podcasts. I don't know what their purpose behind it is or you right. know, what their goal is, but what are some tips you would give them in starting a practitioner-focused uh, podcast? So the first thing I would do is is build you know your first you know fifty episodes because mm -hmm. it's like a blog um, or it's like social media or any of these other things. When it first comes out, it be it's hot and you're excited. And then your excitement wanes. Yeah. So the first thing you want to do is build a bunch of content so that your excitement won't wane. Right. You can work on the other things around it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, so build your content. Now, when you're dealing with practitioners, again, it's, it's, it's about them and center everything you do on a podcast about them. And that could be about the industry. Yeah. So you could do a podcast in our industry, not about anything other than the industry. Like there's a mergers and acquisition podcast. Right. And you explain who financed what and what happened and why that's important. Done. And, and practitioners would tune into that to understand why acquisitions or why money coming into the space is important, why acquisitions are important. And what's going on and who's putting money behind what and what, what innovations are coming to market. You could do that on startups. Um, yeah. You could do that, uh, you know, I think um, Hung Lee does a, a wonderful do, uh, a job of this with Brain yeah. Food where it started as a newsletter and he'd scour the internet for a week and find, you know, 10 articles not in the recruiting space right. about recruiting. And he'd tie it back. And so it was curated content. It was really fantastic. And it was essentially making you smarter about everything talent acquisition related, but not in the traditional sources that you're looking. 
Right. So he's going to go read uh, the Harvard Business Review or Inc. Magazine or something that came out of uh, you know Hong Kong. He's going to read something, and some of it's obscure, and some of it wasn't. It was in Entrepreneur Magazine. Mm-hmm. But most recruiters aren't reading Entrepreneur Magazine. And all of a sudden, there's an article in there, and, and there's a specific learn, like that curated content, I think is really important to practitioners. It's really important to do that. Yeah. Uh, and you can use a lot of different mediums for, for that, but in an audio medium to be able to just give people curated content and answers right. to questions that they already have, I think is super value to practitioners. You've been listening to the recruiting live podcast by recruiting daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.